0: Hey guys, what's up? It's Tyler Kluver. This is the Snapped Podcast. So glad that you're joining me. On this podcast, we're going to talk about diet, exercise, mindset, training, sports, performance, and any of the things that we discuss, me or the guests that I bring on is going to help you get better and help you get healthier in some way or another. We're glad you're here. Sit back, relax. Let's have it epic. Up, dude. I might just rant today. I don't know. I'm not that. I'm not. I'm really not that upset. I'm not going to force trying to be entertaining because that's never the the goal of this podcast. I mean, fuck every every. Uh, I mean, I was not every. I, I think I've had some some jokes in there that have probably hit something that's been funny here and there. But this isn't an entertainment podcast. This is more of an educational. Fiddler podcast, right? But today might be funny. I don't know. I'm uh, I'm not worked up, but I saw something that did kind of flip a, a trigger in my mind, and <clears throat> gonna talk a little bit about. I don't know what would you classify it as complacency. I, one of the things I hate so much is. Is being normal. God I fucking hate being normal. Like being like everybody else dude. Why would you want to do that? And it's never been about like being better than other people. But by proxy. And just by nature of people not. You know most people not wanting to be different. When you are different. You're usually, it's usually a positive thing, right? Unless you're that fucking weird kid with the uh, <laughs> the head, like the complete headgear braces from the, like the 1970s. I don't even think they do that shit anymore. If you're that different, then you're a weirdo for a couple of years, right? But if you're different as an adult, <clears throat> it's usually because of a work ethic towards a certain goal or a certain passion or, you know, whatever. And that's what this is about, right? Like the fitness and health. A lot of people feel weird, man, because they're prepping meals and they're the one that brings the Tupperware and everybody else at the office goes and gets fucking subway loaded sandwiches. I mean, that's even probably a healthier option. Everybody goes and gets Chick-fil-A for lunch, right? And chick fil A's delicious. But if you have goals and you like nutritional and, and fitness goals and you want to look a certain way, you have to be different, man. You can't just get Chick-fil-A three times a week. Oh, but I got the salad and I only got the nuggets and the salad and, and a fry and, and a shake. I got a small shake. <laughs> i got it i got the nuggets it was the 12 piece but it was the it was the grilled and but i got a salad and the grilled nuggets and so the really the fries were the only bad thing and the shake It's like okay you just had You just had 1200 calories and you don't work out. So that's going to be, that's going to be an issue. It's going to be a problem because you also already had a Starbucks for 600 calories this morning and a fucking sugared up yogurt. That was 200 calories. So now for the day you're sitting at 2000, you're going to smash dinner later and uh, and your base metabolic rate is not high. So this equation is going downhill fast, right? You guys are like, what the fuck is this episode even about? I get told you, I'm just going to rant. I'm just going to talk. Complacency, right? It's for the people who, I don't even remember where I saw this. Someone was talking about, it was like on the radio or, I think it was on the radio talking about dad bod. I don't know. I've been thinking a lot recently about getting older and just like people my age, I'm 27 in 10 days. People my age, they're out of college. They're, they're solidly out of college at this point, right? Graduate college at 22, 23 years old. You're four years out of college at this point. Okay, you started your adult life. You are now an adult. I think at 27, you're officially an adult. That's what I'm claiming. So big milestone coming up in 10 days for me. And so now like you know, a lot, and this starts way back in, in college for fucking half the people. But like you start, you know, freshman 15 turns into a sophomore 60, <laughs> you know, it's like, wow, Jenny was 148 pounds and now she's pushing two forty eight, and I'm not sure what's going on. Um, most people start in college, right? the drinking, whatever. They're not really, you're young. It's like, I don't need to fucking, I gotta go work out, go for a run. And because you're young and you're probably, you know, half the people are probably doing Coke anyway, or fucking Adderall. You don't want to eat. So your body weight and your, your physique stays okay, but it catches up to you, man. The Coke and the metabolic rate. <laughs> so, uh, You know, then you're 24 and you're like, God, I got to figure this out. And you get a gym membership, but you're not really doing anything. By the time you're 27, you turn 27 and it's like, wow, I'm full on into uh, the beginning of the middle years of my life. And at least for some people, hopefully, hopefully you're not beginning the middle third of your life until 30. You know, ideally 90 years old is a good goal to shoot for. But you know for some people, you're starting the middle of your life and uh, and you don't have an exercise routine and you don't have real diet goals or education or knowledge to go where you want to go. and you just kind of fall into this like, oh, it's all right, man. like I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like that it's like the it's like the commercial, I don't know if you guys have seen this commercial, or the youtube ad for like these shirts that hide your gut. <laughs> and it I get it. It's a great advertising campaign for that t-shirt company. It's like, "Oh, these are tight fitted shirts that that don't uh, accentuate your gut. And they're tight on the arms and they're tight on the chest so it makes you look, you know, buff, but it but it's loose. It's sort of loose fitting and not not form fitted around the gut." to make you look better. And I just think like, what the fuck are we doing? How about we work on the, and, and I know it's not the t-shirt company uh, agenda or the t-shirt company's responsibility to, to work on your fitness level, but that's where we're at to the point where the t-shirt companies, all they have to do is just Make shit that hides how fat you are. Hey, guy. Let's just work on being fat. Fuck. I'm cussing way more and I'm and I'm way more. This is less of a structured podcast, but what are we doing? You know, I, I don't know where the numbers are at right now, but I know in like the last like when I was in school. When I was in school back in the 60s. Uh, you know, five years ago, the, the numbers were like pretty, I mean, pretty solidly were two thirds overweight and half of that one third of the full percentage of people in the United States are obese. Now, granted, what are the definitions of obese and overweight? I think overweight's probably. probably, I, I don't know what the numbers are. I don't know if it's based on BMI or if it's based on body fat percentage or a combination or what, and I'll be yawning because I respect you guys, and I would never disrespect you. And if I tried to hold back a yawn, it would not be my authentic self, and that would be disrespect. So everyone's fat, and consumer products are all made to just mask the problem and not actually, not actually, you know. Uh, attack the problem or or address it. And having a dad bot is cool and fucking turning into your parents is cool. and and oh, like I just I can't get on with that, man. I can't get on with that. Hear people talk about like, oh my God, just hearing people talk like, oh, yeah, I gotta get back on my diet. If I hear that one more time, I'm punching my fucking fist through my computer screen oh i I gotta get back on my diet can we just learn can the american people just learn about how to just be healthy cross say what you want about the crossfit cult that i'm a part of fully not fully i'm really not a part of it if i was i'd go to an actual crossfit gym which is called a box i'd pay the fee to go to but i know what i'm doing right but I'm fully immersed in that training style. But what CrossFit does and the lifestyle of people that go to CrossFit, it is a, it turns into a lifestyle. It's not just anytime fitness or lifetime even, right? There's a a community aspect and a complete overall haul of how you live your life nutritionally and physical activity-wise. And that's the best part about CrossFit. And, aside from the actual programming and you know training methodology being super effective at both muscle building, fat burning, and overall uh, fitness and functionality and health, right? But like, why is it cool? I'm trying to figure out where, I heard on the radio like something about Someone having a dad bod and like, oh, like, and that, and and it's just, it's just like people just, it's such a bullshit fake conversation of like, oh, you got a dad bod. I got a dad bod. Oh, we're 32. That's where we're at in life. Just accept it. Just accept who you are. Oh my God. Accept who you are kill me oh man probably not what you guys wanted to hear today just me ranting on fat people but like it's 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 not even me ranting on fat people it's me ranting on the fat mindset if you're fat if you're overweight that's okay and i used to judge i really used to be that person who who would even if i saw someone like running that was overweight or or working out that was overweight the first thing that came to my mind As an asshole 19, you know, probably all the way through me being in college uh, was, wow, holy shit, they got a lot of work to do. Now in my head that I'm not an asshole and I actually work with some of these people and I know that and I know not to judge. This is maybe one of the best things I've learned in in my adulthood is that. You see a person and you automatically craft thoughts in your mind about them and who they are and what they're about and in their goals in life and what in their past and every single thing you you create this immediate character uh, profile in your brain about other people. And you don't know shit about them, assuming you don't know them, you don't know shit about them, right. Now, once you start get to know somebody and you learn, okay, this is your past. You know, you've made these kind of decisions. These are the decisions you're making right now. Okay, then you can start to judge a little bit. Judgment is not bad, by the way. Judging people, you shouldn't judge people. No, you shouldn't assume. You shouldn't assume. Once you know and you gather facts and and information, you should absolutely judge people. That's where we go wrong. If we don't judge people and we just allow decisions and behaviors to be okay. That's just, that's, that's, that's not holding your fellow humans accountable for good, productive behavior, right? Judgment is good as long as it's educated. It's like, oh, well, Jason, he doesn't, he doesn't really work out. And, and he likes to, you know, he likes to, he likes his fast food, but no judgment here. He can live his life like, no, judge the fuck out of Jason. Jason's being an asshole. If he's not going to work out and take care of himself, that's judgeable behavior. We need to judge that, come down with a verdict and say, hey, not good, not good, not what we should be doing, and use it as motivation for yourself or education for yourself and others around you it's part of just the soft cold. I could talk about soft culture forever, but, um, for those that aren't, for those that feel the same way that I do and are maybe getting a little therapeutic release from this podcast and me just shitting on weak mindsets, um, there's going to come, there's going to come a time when that complacency and that, that, uh, Complacency and the urge to just be average, the urge to just be normal sets in. And it might, it, it's its not going to, setting in, by setting in, I mean, it might hit you for an hour one day. Uh, I think it, see, yeah, it, it hits me probably like every, I don't know, every time I think about what I want for lunch. I mean, it's not like something that's going to come around once a month. Or, or, you know, oh, oh, back in February, I almost, I had a slight weakness moment. No, there's weakness moments every day. Goggins has a fantastic video that he just put out the other day. They're like, he's like how uh, he's talking about how every morning he wakes up and he wants to he wants to be that fat guy. He wants to be the guy who doesn't work out. And he has that internal battle. And they asked him, how often how how often do you have to like. uh you know, overcome that mindset. He's like every fucking morning, every morning, it's a struggle. I saw an awesome quote yesterday about struggle being the currency of life or something like that. Like, like, uh, don't, don't be mad at the struggle. That's, that's the currency of life. We need it. We need struggle. We need hard times. We need, obstacles. We need bad things to happen. We need hard, uh, uh, hard work. We need all this stuff. Humans need that. The more you, the, I, I keep thinking like, uh, and I think it's everybody's thought who's not, who, who's not there. Right. In, in the space that I'm in, um, and the age that I'm in in my life, I don't know where you guys are at in your life, probably a little bit older than me, but my, my um, even I'm probably just on the top end of it, or I guess the bottom end of the other generation, the generation right beneath me and sort of, I would call my generation as well, at least people my age, we're kind of leading the charge on this whole entrepreneur, make money online Everyone is, a, every, everybody has a personal brand, sell yourself. You don't like, you know, there's so many people that I follow who are, and, and most of them are like famous, they're YouTubers, they're uh, famous podcasters, Rogan, com- like comedians who work for themselves, um, content producers, people who have all these, and then COVID hits. And now everyone's got like a flexible job that they can basically work from home or they're super flexible or they're on the road, whatever this, that, the other, the whole, the the nine to five desk job, isn't what it used to be. Right. So this, this whole generation is like making it's just different. Right. And where the fuck am I even going with this? Oh, I know this is what you get at the, on the Tyler Kluwer snap podcast, baby, just random thoughts. Um, so I follow a lot of people who, who money wise, this is all about struggle. We're, we're relating this back to struggle uh, who money wise have just like, they, they figured out how to kind of break the internet. And in, in, in a sense, I'm, I'm doing a little bit on a very small scale myself of like, I make money online. I don't ha- I'm not employed by anybody I have strictly used a, a, a uh, platform through Iowa football and, you know, uh, being somewhat entertaining and using other talents like uh, my health and fitness knowledge and long snapping and a few and a bunch of other stuff and learning how to run a podcast, all this different shit. And I've, I've parlayed it into three or four or five different income streams, none of which are, hey, I'd like to apply for a job. And then they interview me, and then I sign a W-2 or a W-9. I, I don't even know what it is. A W Is it a W-9? It's a W-9 or a W-2, I think, one or the other. And it's like, here's your employment benefits and all this, all this shit. Like, I don't have any of that. I mean, I, I have insurance because of my wife, which is awesome. She, she works like a common job, but she's in the education system. She applied, all that stuff, but I do not work that style, right? And a lot of these people have like broken the internet. They make so much money off of just advertising dollars based off of YouTube or podcasts. They've monetized what they do. And they have so much fucking money at at a young age, at 25, 27, 30 years old. And they have enough money to, I'm, I'm huge into the stock market, right? And I follow probably these... I would say about 10 guys who are all the same age as me or same age group, 25 to 35. And they've all made so much money off the stock market. Um, which the stock market's a lot easier than I, I think is people. That's a whole other fucking self-help podcast. Um, and they have like, I mean, they're just sitting with millions of dollars already at 25, 30 years old. Right now, a million dollars isn't what it used to be. But if you give me a million dollars right now, and and we just put it, we just put it in the stock market, throw it into VTI—that's the Vanguard Total Stock Market Index. It's going to grab you about eight to ten percent a year. Um, you're immediately, and you just throw that million in there, right? Take, call it a million. Yeah, just throw the million in there and you're just now you're just living off month to month, right? That milli is going to return you in a year $80,000, $80, right? Can you live on $80,000 a year? Probably, probably. You could probably live on less, right? So if you can do that, if you can live on and be cheap, let's say you live on 40000 a year and you can put the other 40000 of that 8% return away. You can live for the rest of your life and never work again, right? And going back to the whole struggle thing here. So a lot of people, their struggle is they have to find, most people's struggle is you have to find a way to support yourself and your family, right? You get out of college, you get a job, you need a career or an income source so that you can live, you can eat, and then eventually probably have children. For most, for a lot of people, you're going to end up having a family of some type and you can uh, raise and support uh, a child or multiple children and let, you know, send them to school, put them in activities, all this shit, right? The main struggle through all that is, do you have the funding? Do you have the income? You have enough money to do that. Now, of course, there's other daily struggles like, oh, God damn it, Janet couldn't pick up her kids. So I had to pick up Johnny and take him home. Like, but these are all like uh, very um, insignificant struggles throughout the day. Like, Oh, your sister has a prescription to pick up and she can't do it. So you have to go pick it up for her or like, Oh, damn it. You forgot the cheese at the grocery store. So you have to make another run, but those are insignificant struggles, right? Like the main struggle that everyone is fighting throughout their day is they have to somehow do some form of work or provide some service or whatever to make money so that they can continue to live in some in some sort of establishment and continue to eat. You need food and you need to in a place to sleep. You need food and a place to sleep. That's it. And if you can you know, again, back to the million dollar thing, if you can immediately just take care of that for the rest of your life, throw a million dollars into an investment account and just live off interest. Well, now there's not a lot of struggle left, right? And um, to some extent, I have a very easy life. My, my job right now, um, you know, doing health and fitness and I'm, I'm very good at being efficient. And so uh, programming for people and and handling, you know, upwards of 15 clients right now and the money that, I make off the wash up walk ons brand. I do. Uh, uh, my economy of work is very, very high. Um, and and I've and I've worked really hard to make it that way. I really, really enjoy my free time. But a lot of you out there, and me included, that we we don't have that. You know, a lot of people have a good job. They find that job, and then they realize, like, okay, money isn't everything. I still don't have this f- fulfillment in life right? And that's where we come all the way back around to the complacency thing. You seek out goals. You seek out doing stuff that is hard. People run a half marathon. You run a marathon, an ultra marathon. You have you, you want to lose 50 pounds. You want to do a triathlon. You want to uh, squat 400 pounds, whatever it may be. Your fitness goal, right? You want to do 30 pull-ups. Could be anything. You want to be able to run for an hour straight. You seek out this physical discomfort, this physical obstacle, this physical hardship. Because we need that as humans. It makes us stronger and it makes us better. Don't be the person who just says, oh, dad bod. I'm about it's that it's about that time, you know, I'm 30 years old, getting older, getting older is the worst thing to hear. Not it's not the worst thing. There's plenty of people out there who are in in their 40s, in their 50s. The Rock is a bad example because he's on steroids. But the how hard he works, even if he wasn't on steroids, he would still be fit as hell. He'd still have abs and muscles and all that shit. There's plenty of people at 50, 60, even 70 years old who are jacked and look fantastic. And mentally they're, they're way more sharp than their counterparts who are just fat slobs who are looking for the next best electronic wheelchair to go to Walmart in like, dude, it's doable. And even if you have any, everything figured out, there's going to be days where you feel that complacency set in, you're like, I've done enough. That is the obstacle. That is the struggle. The struggle is continuing to be motivated and continuing your disciplines, even when it feels like you should give yourself a break. That's what it is. That's what it is. Um, I don't even know what this podcast is going to be called. complacency, weak mindset, something along those lines. But I hope you guys, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. hope you guys enjoyed it. As always, the Snap Podcast on Wednesdays, every single week, tune in. I don't usually do this. Maybe next week I'll have a more solid educational topic, but this week it was rant time, baby. Hope you guys have a fantastic week. Don't be complacent. Don't be weak. Go be great.